All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Radio Row Super Bowl 57 in Phoenix, Arizona. We're on here on Radio Row. You see the banner behind. Um, I'll try not to make you dizzy if you guys want to look around the room a little bit with the uh, camera here. Hopefully, Justin won't kill me when I do this. Uh, hey, as long as everything stays connected, we're good. That's what works. Oh, no, that's awesome. No, that looks great. Around the room. NBC Sports Desk. Right there, you see Andrew Whitworth in the distance right there. He's sitting down. When he stands up, you'll see him a lot more. Uh, he's on the in front of the Fox set there. Cool. Fox set is right there. CBS right there. Sirius, Athletic, DraftKings, FanDuel. We said hello to Pat McAfee earlier. Sleep number display. I'm hoping oh, nice. to get a bed. I'm trying to get a bed. No, yeah, Dak, Dak Prescott hanging out over there. Solomon <laughs> Wilcox right here. We might grab Solomon and have him come on here. Everyone's running around. I just said hello to Jim Everett, Mike Silver over there. Sean Lights Out Merriman is there. Nice. So a little quick thing of the room here. Uh, and guess got, what? You, what's up? It, it's still slow. It's just Tuesday. You're this right. This is the slowest it is. Look, it's so slow that I'm actually popular for interviews here right now. <laughs> yeah, got a bunch of them, you know, uh, some serious stuff, sports grid stuff. We just chatted with Jim Rome, our guy. As Friday is an unbelievable, like wall to wall. Like I showed you four or five guys walking around here. Friday right. is unbelievable. And every day a little more, a little, little more. So we'll go with the Pro Football Doc podcast on the fly here. No Jacob or Taylor right now, scheduling and this, that. But we have Justin, so we're good. Justin's yeah. going to jump. That's all you need, man. That's all you need. Uh, I'm actually working on a graphic right now that will go up at Six Score on our social medias, on our Twitter, Instagram, and, and even on our website. That's kind of giving a breakdown of the, of the Six Scores, the overall Six Scores, Team Health Scores, and then the matchup-based Six Scores. So that's going to be coming out here pretty soon. But we were looking at the key injuries and trying to figure out who, who we're highlighting and who we're talking about going into the Super Bowl. And you've been doing it, I'm sure, all morning. So you, you're, this is probably top of mind for you. Well, I actually have some good info here, uh, you know, and we'll hit to it in the sense that, Justin, I'm not one of these guys who will pull out a camera. you got to come on air. Let, yeah. Just let, let be, let it be. Uh, if anyone walks by here in a second, I'll get them on. But yeah to plan everything everyone every, you know and then you get all their pr people mad like you right know, they're all on a schedule, schedule right they're all they all got it there's already yeah, it's already planned i uh i went earlier this morning i saw uh sean merriman a guy uh he was doing something uh, and i went up and uh asked him to autograph my credential and i think his pr guy almost slugged me until sean gave me a hug so oh my i gosh. don't want to get slugged so uh, <laughs> i'll just be nice you know to to everybody here got some good tidbits this morning i uh, had a nice conversation with jeff schwartz longtime nfl offensive lineman and we'll talk about that especially in relation to lane johnson just spoke with jim everett he said he'd come join us in a little bit talk about patrick mahomes and his high ankle uh etc uh so lots of uh fun stuff here let's get going super bowl 57 Radio Row will keep picking up and lots of different things going on. It's fun to see a lot of people because it's been a, really since COVID, th there was a full-blown Radio Row. Last year in L.A. was a little muted, but uh, this is kind of almost back to a full-blown. It's not wall-to-wall -wall people, but like I said, it's, it's Tuesday, which gives us a chance to do the podcast here. So maybe let's go with the uh, football injury rundown 
And, yeah, uh, let's uh, let's so, we can start with the Chiefs if we, we can go that route. Obviously, Mahomes is on there, and then they just did a couple transactions here this week where you saw Mecole Hardman go to the IR, and then they activated Clyde Edwards-Alaire. So there is some shift going on on the offense there, but uh, I mean, obviously, there's there's yeah. More, let's start with you know the 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 banner guys right behind me. You know, there's there's uh, Patrick Mahomes and then Jalen Hurts, right? The yeah. Two quarterbacks. Patrick Mahomes. Look, we had him at 84 last week. I think in terms of his six score, we weren't saying he's 84% healthy. I think he was less healthy than that, but 84% effective. And who can argue? What's 84% of Patrick Mahomes? He wasn't 100. Quarterback rating 105.4, 326 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions, not much rushing. That's probably 84%. It's 100% of a lot of people. And this week we have his uh, six score at 91. We think he's his remaining health, where he's not fully there, is halfway there with these two weeks. No setback. So we're very optimistic. And uh, the betting markets show that his rush prop is now 17 and a half. We were hoping it would stay down low, but we'll have to look at that a little bit more. So Patrick Mahomes, not 100% healthy, but healthier than he was in the conference championships. What more can you ask for? Last week, we also said on our sick picks, take the under longest completion because we didn't believe we'd be able to plant on his right ankle and rotate and throw deep downfield. But enough arm strength and change of arm angles, off foot, off axis throws to be effective, which he was. And uh, But he'll be better this week. He'll be better this week for Super Bowl for sure. And so some optimism there. So as optimistic as we are on Patrick Mahomes and his ankle health, not 100%, but his rating is 91. And people, even this morning and today, a lot of people just asked me, you know, just now before I hopped on, how is it possible with a high ankle sprain that Patrick Mahomes could play? And I think the simplest thing I said to him is because he's Patrick Mahomes, uh, he goes, well, all these other quarterbacks, they miss three weeks, four weeks or more. I said, look, no offense to Mac Jones. But when Mac Jones had his high ankle sprain, and let's say he was 70% healthy, you're sitting for Bailey's apple. When you're yeah. Patrick Mahomes and you're 70% healthy, you're playing in front of Chad Henney. This is no, nothing against anyone else. You saw when he ran to his left, he really limped because he had to rotate on that ankle. A little more effective to his right. But his he's got a rubber arm and changes arm angles and wrong-footed throws. Those are his norms. And that's why we are so optimistic on Patrick Mahomes and it paid off. Yeah, maybe I'm take drinking the Kool-Aid since he's my son's favorite player. Or, or maybe he's my son's favorite player because I drink the Kool-Aid on Patrick Mahomes. Anyways, yeah. he's just a different guy. And uh, he's not 100%. This may shock people, but Jalen Hurts is actually healthier than Patrick Mahomes. There's still talk about Jalen Hurts and his SC joint. Is he a... There's still talk about Jalen Hurts and his SC joint. Is he 100%? No. I mean, they, he even talked about it's sore, and Seriani said it's sore. But he didn't not run because of his SC joint. He didn't run in the second half because they were up. Why take the chance? He didn't run in the first half because of the scheme. You saw how Fred Warner stayed at home waiting for the RPO. You saw how Nick Bosa knocked Lane Johnson back but didn't finish the rush to stay in the in the in the rush lanes so that there were no scramble yards. 
I think he's healthy and should run the ball considerably this week at the Super Bowl. I think he's healthier than Patrick Mahomes. Now, who's going to get more, quote, DFS or fantasy points or, you know, prop? That's a different discussion. But in terms of pure health, Jalen Hurts is healthier than Patrick Mahomes in my mind. But effectiveness is a different story. Jalen Hurts has played in big games, but Super Bowl is a different deal now. Super Bowl is a different deal. And, Justin, you mentioned some things on the Chiefs. Yes, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire being activated. We foreshadowed that. It's time for him to get to be ready to go. Miko Hardman on IR. We didn't say he'd hit IR, but we think he's still going to need surgery, core muscle injury surgery. And I think Andy Reid just said, look, we tried it in the conference championship. You couldn't finish. We need the roster spot for – Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, thank you for your service, Nicole. You won a Super Bowl. You played in a Super Bowl. That's what's best for the team. We knew that he wouldn't be 100% healthy or effective, but now he's on injured reserve. We also said from the get-go, once we saw the All-22 video, Kadarius Toney looked like he would be fine. Inversion left ankle sprain. Yesterday at the Monday media day, he guaranteed that he would play. We think he can play and be effective, and that's actually a very key matchup especially if he goes against slot corner Avanti Maddox, who's coming off a turf toe, who's been in and out of a boot all week. We'll see about this week, at least last week. And people say, oh, he's fine. He played well in the game against the 49ers. I mean, when the when Brock Purdy is not can't throw the ball, I think a lot of people can play well uh, in the game. And uh, obviously – and we'll get to Brock Purdy. I've actually had some conversation here with uh, Jennifer Lee Chan and uh, Matt Mayako here. It was on their uh, pod or, or telecast or whatever. And we talked about the 49ers quarterback conundrum. We'll go get that. And here we got Dana White walking by here. Dana White right there. So nice. it's not just football. <laughs> A lot of people. Uh, look, I would have probably grabbed Dana White, but I think his bodyguards might have body slammed me. Yeah, so no, cool. it looked like he was walking with a or, purpose right there. Or, or, or if I say this, he, they probably will. Or, uh, or what is it? Power slap? What is? Oh that no, called? don't do that. <laughs> I don't want to get power slapped and knocked no. out. I mean, and if you heard me, he probably would come back and do that to me. That's <laughs> let's not let's not go there. Don't give right? him any ideas. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean. Although, although the camera's on, so as long as you have recorded, that might be best for my financial future. Oh, yeah, that, no, that's, that's that good, happens. yeah. I'm just joking around. <laughs> I'm just joking around. Anyways, um, so uh, Avante Maddox, I don't think is 100% on that turf toe. So I think as much as I said Jalen Hurts is healthier than Patrick Mahomes, effectiveness is a different story. I think Kadarius Toney is actually healthier than Avante Maddox. Something to watch. And the final Chiefs wide receiver, Juju Smith-Schuster, no real reports, knee issue from practice, aggravated. It seems more like a tendonitis issue. Look, I've never had the fortune of being a team position in a Super Bowl. My Chargers never made it when I was yeah. there. I've worked several Super Bowls as the host position. I've got a lot of colleagues in the NFL, and everyone raves about the – magical healing powers of the week before the Super Bowl. No one wants to miss the game. Think back to last year, C.J. Uzama with that MCL. 
And we said in a normal game, I'm not sure that he plays. He's out. But in this game, he's going to try. And he did everything he could to play, not only all his rehab, but ripped his brace off, declared yeah. to the public he's fine. And what happened? Two catches early, and that's it. Disappeared. Yeah. Easy under, right? It's the Super Bowl. Everyone's going to come to try and play. I think Juju will play and should have some reasonable effectiveness. Patella tendonitis, assuming that's what it is, is a pain tolerance issue. And if it makes it worse, so be it. You got all off season. So two of the three injured wide receivers between Tony, Juju, and Nico Hardman will play. And the return of Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Uh, and you know, Pacheco's still probably the number one. But Yeah, uh, yeah, I'd be curious to see how much you actually see of Clyde Edwards Hilaire, you know, given how how successful they've been with the two they have right now. I mean, I'm sure that they'll they may, might throw him a bone somewhere at some point in there, give him a carry or two to get him back. Now that you, know, you activated him for a reason. Uh it's not not bad to have that good kind of depth going into the Super Bowl. Well, also, you know, you also be, need to be prepared for injuries, right? Number right. one, they could have a, 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 a change of pace situation, even though Pacheco's good. But who knows? Uh, you never know about injuries. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, and I'm not saying that Pacheco is injured, but you never know, right? You, yeah. you, you always need more than, uh, more than one. The big key to the Super Bowl, in my mind, look, teams, the healthier teams get through. So as you, by the time you get to the Super Bowl, you're like picking at who's a little more healthier than the other, right? You don't have any red injured teams with low scores against greens. They don't make it. Even the yellows are gone at this point in time. But there are specific matchup things to be had. And just like last week, last week I was very firm on don't get fooled by the Bengals offensive line. The snow in Buffalo was the great equalizer. And, of course, we saw, right, five sacks, 12 QB hits, a couple of pressures that, that turned into interceptions, three sacks in the first two series where they had then had to change their offense and keep tight ends and running backs in. I'm not saying the Eagles' offensive line is decimated like the Bengals' offensive line. As a matter of fact, we're saying that the Eagles' offensive line has some health in Landon Dickerson. In-game, we said hyperextended elbow will play in the Super Bowl. And I think I can say it now because I wasn't worried about saying it because I didn't want to get landed in trouble. But now that everyone knows it, you know how I knew, Justin, that we were right on Landon Dickerson and he would return to play and before the official announcement that it was a hyperextended elbow? No, I don't know that? why. How's that? Because after we said that in game and we wrote the article and said hyperextended elbow, he'll be able to play in Super Bowl with a brace. That night after the game, or between that night and the next morning, I woke up and looked at the verified tweet stuff, and Landon Dickerson himself liked that tweet. Ah, that's good. That's <laughs> that good to get that confirmation. That's good. <laughs> that was my secret confirmation. But nice. in any case, I said it on Rome, so I guess I can say it now other places. I'm not trying to get the man in trouble. There's so much media noise here, no one will hear about that comment for us. Yeah. But but if you go to my tweet on Land on Landon Dickerson in game from last week, and you go to the likes and see who likes, you'll see Landon Dickerson on there. You guys can fact check me on that, unless he's deleted it, uh, uh, kind of thing. Yeah, no, so that's he's cool to see. That's cool to see active players that are like you're commenting, obviously, on their injuries by video, and they're seeing your comments on it, and they're like, oh no, that's that's okay. Yeah, that's good. Like I think that's really cool that they're still coming to you and seeing that. That's that's awesome. Yeah, absolutely.
Oh. This is the podcast we're doing here. Adam Kaplan, the great hello, Adam hello. Kaplan. Hello. Adam, hey. Adam, the podcast okay. up here. Adam actually is here. Take the chair yeah, here. I, uh, I get stressed three days a week so I can bend down. You can bend down. Adam, man like a- I am. Adam is actually the original injury guy, yeah. right? The wow. OG. Kinda, kinda, Although I'm older than you probably, but you're the OG I'm, I'm, injury I'm, I'm, guy. I'm up there. You're up there. <laughs> He's so busy this week. You can't get. We're lucky to get him for three it's seconds all good. here. No, I got a break. You got that? Yeah. He's got the Eagles stuff and his podcast, the Eagles and all of that. Sports Grid, yeah, serious and uh, who the hell knows? Yeah, so it's all good. Who do you like in the game? I think it's why? really tight. If if Mahomes is high ankle sprain, even though it's a mild one, was it is what it is? Because his thing is mobility, and making special plays. I just don't know. You you would be better to speak about this. How much better is he going to be in two weeks? Because you saw in the second half, man, he, he had trouble sticking that right. I think he's going to be 50% of the way back to 100%. Okay. Not all the way. What did you put him in that game? 84, 6 score. Not his health. Is, are you on a 100-point scale? 100-point scale. Okay. Why? Going into the game? Isn't it? Going into the game. Yeah, why? Because he's a unicorn. He doesn't need to drop back, plant on the back right foot, push through and throw. He can change arm angles. He can avoid pressure that way. He can wrong foot throws. He can jump pass. All right. Any other quarterback, coaches say, no, 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 don't do that. He has that ability on a normal basis. So it made him more adaptable to play through right. with him. Here's a question for you. Okay. So you did the surgery with Philip Rivers. Yes. Okay, in between, right? Yes. It, okay. What was his uh, score, would you say, uh, going into that game? Well, <laughs> well, how, but, but, how stable was that? I don't know how you did that. Well, there was a brace, this, that, the other. But here's the thing: Philip didn't would, even would, move. Could he move? Philip, don't hate me. <laughs> Can Philip move regularly? No. Okay. But, but you know, as a quarterback, you got to still stick your. He's a I know. He's yeah. a right. He's a right hand first, so he's got to stick that right foot push off. You, you are absolutely correct, and and I say that jokingly. He don't move anyways. I know. That helped us. You could drop lock the brace. That is the all-time field. story. Have you told that story? I've told that story. We t- I've talked about it with Bill. That's an Bond, all-time uh, story, man. I, that was blew me away. I didn't know you then. Uh, that was an unbelievable story. Well, I'll tell you something funny. Um, uh, John Lynch approached me, and he, he, remember at the time, as a when, player or as an executive? No. Oh, this is when he was, he was playing, playing with the Broncos. Okay. With the Broncos and afterwards, okay. he said. So remember that game that he tore his ACL when he went to the locker room. It was the final game of the RCA Dome. Right, it closed down. I've never seen a state heard a stadium so pin drop quiet when we won. When we walked off, remember the national news at the time was you saw Philip Rivers jawing at fans. Yes, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. and it looked like he was swearing, but it was gosh oh golly, the guy never swears. Okay, fans were saying, "F you, you suck." And you know what he was doing? I was walking next to him. Actually, if you go look at my Twitter header, that's that picture. All he said was. Don't you worry, I'll be back. Oh, it's Colt, it was the Colts game? The Colts game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Colts fans were swearing at him. He's, don't you worry, I'll be back. Now, he wagged his finger, and he looked intense when he said it. So everyone thought he was a bad guy and swore at him. No. John Lynch said to me, enough. heard about this whole, and, and at a Pro Bowl, he said, he said to me, tell me about Rivers. He goes, I hated the guy because he talks. He's gosh, a golly. He said, he's a really good guy. He goes, he goes, I hated the guy for all that stuff. But when I saw what he did against the Patriots, the AC champion, playing on that ACL, I have mad respect for him. And look, you never got, heard anything like it. There's a reason he had that streak. It wasn't because he wasn't hurt. It was because he played through everything. Dude's a 
it's just amazing. What, what, as you know, better than anyone, what football players are willing to do to put themselves through yeah. is simply remarkable. Such respect for players. And when, when fans say, oh, this guy's not tough, never say that. Even if it's a punter, guy's career could end on, on, on one hit. You never know. No question. My guy, Mike Cyphers, you know, he's the, Sure. Well, well Mike Cypher, I, how, I, did he, how did he get hurt? Oh, I don't remember. He got hurt multiple times to hang it in there. He broke his collarbone. Great punter, in there. Man. Great punter. He needs to be coaching now. Okay. They need specialists out there. Yeah. But, I mean, every position has multiple coaches. You have an inside linebacker coach and an outside I know. It wasn't like coach. that when you were, you were in the league. Huh? No. But Very you, rare. You need a kicking coach, right? I mean. Well, some teams have three. Some teams just have two. Yeah. Eagles have three special teams coaches. One specialist coach, as you were talking about. Then one, they have an older coach overseas the two younger coaches. It's kind of interesting the way they do that. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, I think you could argue that, look, you've been there. I'm on the sideline. Nobody wants to talk to the kicker or the punter during the game. They just leave them alone. No coaches talk to them. They just leave them alone. What about that poor kid in Dallas? <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, was it Ford he missed in a row? Ford or something. Five. I don't know. Five, he missed a lot. Yeah, the bottom crazy. line is. Extra. Was it extra points? Yeah. Yeah, it was all extra points. Nobody, yeah. No one was talking to him, right? I mean, Brett Maher was actually yeah. having a great year up to that. Yeah. I feel bad for the kid, but like, don't you need like somebody to like at least yeah. have a conversation with? And, uh, well, what's like when a pitcher, right? A relief pitcher, or a starting pitcher, when they, not the yips, but when they're just struggling with their control. Well, that's what a pitching coach is for. Yeah, or, or at least the catcher goes out and says something, right? Well, uh, I would think the kicking coach would be talking to him on the sideline. Most well, it's funny we never I've never actually had this conversation with a coach before. How many, I don't know what they do. How many teams actually during the have, game. have pitching kicking coaches during the game? Not that many. No. M- most just have one or two coaches, special teams. Right, coaches. but none of them's like a kicking guy. Right. right? Kicking. That's well that's they, they have uh Philly has Tyler Brown, who's Randy Brown. Randy Brown's the special teams coach for the Ravens. This is his son. He came from Michigan. He does the punter and kicker. Oh, okay. Yeah, and and kickoff returner, punter. Return. Okay, so the Eagles yeah. may be different. Yeah. But most most teams, teams don't do that. Don't right? have no, a kicking no. coach. Eagles spend money, man. As you know, they're very analytical and they will spend money. They they pay their coaches better than any other team. They're just very interesting. That's why they're really good. Two Super Bowl appearances in five years, sandwiched in between a terrible year in 2020. Think about this: how bad they were in 2020. Doug Peterson gets fired. Organization is dis- in disarray. Nobody knows what's going to happen. Two years later, they're the Super Bowl. And they have the best roster in the National and, Football League. What's going to happen? And, and, and I will say something else on top of that. Forget that back-to-back. And the medical staff is much better. How, well, the medical staff You and I have talked about it for years, yeah, I know, but, but much better. But the bottom line is, how does a franchise, name another franchise, that can survive an, a top-pick quarterback whiff and turn it around? Well, here's the crazy right? thing. Okay? I mean, Doc, here's the crazy thing. You mentioned Carson Wentz, who you're talking about. So they extend his contract in June of 2019. Less than one year later, they draft Jalen Hurts to be his backup only. They never had any illusions. They did it because of Wentz's injury history. They said, okay, if he has to start two or three games, hey, they flipped a second round. They got a second round pick for A.J. Feely because he only started a couple games. Rick Spielman traded for him when he was with the Dolphins. Okay? That's what you know the quarterback position. This is what you kind of value you get after a couple good games. So this is what they thought. And once his career goes down the tubes, Hurts has to play. And they make a decision. They didn't want to trade Wentz, but Wentz wanted out. They had a divorce, and who knew? It's it, Now, Howie Roseman, the GM, has done a phenomenal job. I don't want to take anything away from him. But it's like everything he's touched has turned to gold this year. Just sometimes you just – the 2017 team won the Super Bowl. 
it seemed like everything he did that year was I remember flying back with Sean Landetta, the former NFL punter. Sean said, he's, how is it 30 for 30 this year? Every every decision's been right. <laughs> but it's like if you went down, if you listed every decision he made, they were all right. That never happens. Well, I think that's a 30 for 30 special. Right? It should be. 30 for 30. Because uh, he's made a share of mistakes. But you, you, look, you're around AJ. Who are the GMs? AJ Smith. Who are the other GMs? Uh, John Butler. Late John Butler? Uh, Late Bobby Beathard or no? Bobby Beathard. Okay. And oh. we had an amalgamation one year. Uh, it was a three-headed monster, Ed McGuire. Uh, Eddie, Eddie's running the cap, still doing the cap. He's still there, but he yeah. was co oh, was he involved. Okay. He was co-GM. Really, I didn't know that. One year where there was three okay. guys uh, sharing. What thing in common when those guys were getting it right did you notice? When they're getting it right? Well, I mean, it had to be a trade. Like, okay, Philip was obviously a great, great decision. They traded Drew, though. They traded Drew. It was also a very good draft pick. Well, quoting Hamilton, I was in the room when it happened. There, yeah, the trade, oh. the, the trade for Phillips. I, I can tell the story now because it's so yeah, yeah. long ago. Yeah. Okay, I'm in the draft room, in the war room, quote, at the kids' table. Okay, so like what I mean is like at Thanksgiving, there's the main dining room table where the adults sit. Sure. The head athletic trainer and I had a little round table in the corner. I call it the kids' table. Now, we're in the room. The coordinators are not in the room. The scouts are not in the room. It's the head coach, Ed McGuire, ownership, GM, assistant GM, you know, that and the other. And I don't dare walk near the magnetic boards, right? Because then you might course, know, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. I, you know, you got to know your lane. And I just sit in the corner. And let me tell you, we picked Eli. The room was very tense. Very tense. Because they knew he because they knew what they knew that he did, didn't really yeah, want yeah, yeah and let me tell you the second the giants picked philip rivers because apparently we knew they didn't want philip that that was a pick for us they're literally at the adult table was a fist pump and cheer like got him the trade is coming and literally 10 seconds later the phone rang aj went out of the room the constantly the already discussed trade. You know how, how those yeah, things yeah, work. Yeah, yeah. So it was, by A.J. Smith, a game of chicken. I mean, they perhaps had parameters, but they had not agreed. And I think the Giants were saying, maybe the Chargers will blink and take Robert Gallery. And there was discussion in the room, do you want to give the Raiders Robert Gallery? Right? And that was so Eli, Robert I give Robert Gallery credit, though. He would want to play in guard and revive his career. He had an okay career, but he obviously is a high first-round pick, never became that player. Yeah, I mean, you don't take guards. No, you don't. No, you don't. Pick. So look at look, look at um, Tony Mandarich, okay, who left football, somehow came back and became a starter for the Colts. You know, great streets of photographer now, but uh, no, you could – no. This business is funny, though. Usually it's quarterback or you could revive your, your career later. And 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 obviously, when we drafted Phillip, I've told this story before, too. And I've got permission from Drew to tell this story. Okay. I've written about it. So Drew, his first year, it was okay. It was, he took over for Doug Flutie. The second year, he started, but then didn't do that well. And, you know was sort of sharing the job with Doug Flutie. That's when we drafted Philip. Because of the holdout, Philip wasn't ready to go. So Drew started. We were one and two. We were playing the Titans at home. The local paper was calling for Philip to start. Drew gets dumped on his left shoulder. On oh, down. oh. And 
he comes off to the sideline. I'm like, Drew, you okay? I'm fine. I'm fine. You sure, Drew? You're okay. Your shoulder? I'm fine. All right, I'll let him alone. And then Doug Flutie goes, Doc, Drew's not right with his shoulder. I'm like, I know. He doesn't want me to look at it. Drew, your left shoulder, you're fine. Because it's not my throwing shoulder. I'm fine. Let me look at it. I'm fine. I said, try and hand off your left hand. And he couldn't do it. I said, we're going we're gonna to run right all day? I mean, let me fix this. Let's inject it. Let's do this. He oh. goes, I'm not missing a play. Right? And he's right. And so Drew gave me permission to say this. So that's why it's yeah, not HIPAA. Yeah, yeah. I told my assistant, go get the injection. Is it true at all? No. Numbing. Oh, numbing. Yeah. I don't know. I don't ask it. He gets it. Meet me in the tunnel. I go tell the athletic trainer we're going off. He looks at me. He's like, we'll be back before. <laughs> you know? How we, long we, is that numb, numb player for? A couple hours. Okay. So we're in the tunnel, well, this narrow tunnel, and I tell both security guards, no one comes in and comes oh, sure, out. Sure, sure. Now you have the medical tent. We, well, yeah, I wish we had the medical tent. I know, so now you have it now. Lift up, inject him. He comes back in the game. There's a three and out and a TV timeout. He didn't miss a play. We went on to win that game. And the rest of that season, we finished 12-4, and four, beat Cleveland for our first, my first AFC West crown. Mm. And then Drew earned the job next year. By the way, every game the rest of that season, we injected that shoulder. After about eight games, I'm like, Drew, we don't need to do this anymore. He goes, uh, I don't want to think about it. What if I get hit again? Oh. So every game we did it. So that's the untold story. On Everyone knows about Drew's right shoulder sure. yeah, in yeah. San Diego. Yeah. But this was the left. Oh, I didn't know. I, I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah. He, he had, did he have it repaired? AC, AC joint. Or just AC. AC yeah. joint. Yeah, it was. It was okay. See, he's the OG. He knows all about it. So let me ask you a question. <laughs> okay, so let, let's let's get to um, Jalen Hurts. He's got uh, grade two. SC. SC. Yeah, he's a grade two. Yeah. How do uh, you think it would be healed by now? Or no. A hundred percent? No. No. With uh, that, I know. But how? How close do you think? That well, it keeps getting a ding. By the way. Yeah, and so what I said earlier is Jalen Hurts is healthier than Patrick Mahomes for this game. Is he a 100%? No. I mean, is it sore? And they've talked about Sure. That's football. I don't believe it stopped him from running the football last week. I think that was more. Although he did, it didn't, but he also tried to be smart about it. He would go out of bounds. You notice he, sure. he's being, he never was doing that before, but now that he has this injury. He's, he's taking some precaution. The second half of that game was you know, didn't not a to. game. Yeah, didn't yeah, need to. In the first half, it seemed like the 49ers were keen on not making him run the ball, right? Fred Warner stayed home yeah, always. Yeah. Nick Bosa would knock Lane Johnson back. But then not finish the bull rush. It was sort right. of almost a mush rush, yes. A mush rush yeah. to, to stay in the That was the, the old lanes. Michael Michael and, Vick and, defense. And that and here's my key. Look, was, I was just saying by the time you get to this point in the year, both teams are healthy, right? Because mm -hmm. a not healthy team doesn't get there unless it's a last um, Well Philly had actually the Eagles were missing, gosh. They're missing a lot of students for the seven. They were missing Jason. They were missing seven key players for the uh, Super Bowl seventeen. Yeah, but the replacements all and your guy sprawls. Yeah, and Sproles, yeah. Is Sproles here? I haven't seen him yet. No. He's, he's scouting. Well, him, so. yeah, I think he still worked for the Eagles, I think. He is yeah. still working the yeah. Eagles, but I haven't seen him here, yeah. so I, I, no. don't, I don't know. Yeah, but he was there, and uh, that was a pretty uh, fun thing. There were a couple of my guys there. Justin Peel was the, the, the sure. Is, is he with the Falcons now? He's with the Falcons now and, and uh, some, some good stuff. But, but what was I saying? Um, Lane Johnson, 
My worry is. Oh my goodness gracious! I mean, that's a real injury. Okay, Jeff Schwartz, I talked to you earlier yeah. today. I was promising you guys this. He says, "I don't know how he's doing it." I said, "He's doing it." I mean, thankfully. So, so I'll tell you right. what I reported, like literally the day before the first game. I'd heard in practice he's totally compensating. Like he he knows there are only th- certain, th- certain things he can do. So like, okay, here's what I can do. Let me do that. And then during the game, I'll adjust. Off of, if, if let's say they're they're. 40 movements I usually can make. I can only make 25. Then as the game goes along, I'm able to do 15. But with that 15, I'm going to do them. And then I'll have to overcompensate for the ones I can't do. And that's what he did. He, I was told in practice he over, he did, he just would Jimmy rig his leg a certain way just to get through it. And it looks awkward. In fact, now, I don't, uh, Jason Ivano hosted a show for us called Q&A. He had the same injury. He would get his body adjusted on the sideline. They had adjuster, some sort of Body adjuster, ever, I never heard this before. Yeah, so re- yeah. yeah well, but this guy specialized in doing your leg. And maybe this particular tendon injury, this adductor. But it was just, uh, I mean, this guy, as you know, being a being a, a doctor, but these guys are willing to put them through. Okay. First key is, thankfully, we determined it's his right adductor. Yes. Yeah. Makes yeah. it easier. Yeah. Okay. Right. But, here's the, but, but here's the key. Here's the key. Fandom said what? All of all of the uh, 49ers fans. He's off sides. He's off sides. Oh, yeah, he's not. He's not. But he had to get the jump to get out there because he's compensating. Yes. And you look at his pass set. He was a yard deeper than normal to cut off the angle. He's compensating. Yes. And then Nick Bosa sometimes knocked him a yard or two back, but then mush rushed, as you said, didn't finish. Yes, and that was I their look plan the, to keep hurts in the pocket. Yeah. I look at it as the key to this game. If the 40, the the Chiefs see that and they go Chris Jones and a bull rush against Lane Johnson, yeah. Yeah. that could change the game. If Lane I Johnson agree. can right. figure it out and hold it, to me, that's the injury key to the game. Watch that on the first series. We will look for it. We got it. All right, thanks. See you tomorrow. Let me know. I'll yep. come on wherever you oh, want, yeah. wherever yep. you want. For sure. Right. Four, uh, one, three tables up. All right, three tables up. Uh, all right, I will, impromptu. I a uh, hopefully, you guys don't mind that. I mean, we just random, etc. All right, so I promised you Brock Purdy, and then maybe we'll wrap up here. Um, yeah, the conversation with Brock Purdy, everything that I was saying about the quarterback conundrum of the 49ers, they want Brock Purdy first, Trey Lance, Jimmy G last. But in terms of health, it's Jimmy G healthy today. Lance healthy in a month or two, hopefully fully healthy, no guarantee with his ankle. And Purdy maybe in six months, not guaranteed in six months. Brock Purdy hasn't even decided to have his surgery yet. Six months might be a tad optimistic to be 100%. Even if Brock Purdy can get to 100% for the start of the season, he's a young quarterback without an off-season program. It's a quarterback conundrum. This year for the 49ers, built for the Super Bowl, was destroyed by the quarterback health. Can they afford to take a chance on quarterback health next year? I'm not saying they're going to go talk Tom Brady out of retirement or sign Aaron Rodgers, but I guarantee you John Lynch has many sleepless nights of what is he going to do here with their quarterback conundrum. 
in terms of what's going on. Yeah, we talked about it briefly uh, on the uh, the, No, you did all right. No, it's awesome. It's cool to see a perspective that you don't normally see. Uh, Obviously, Radio Row is is everybody knows about it during Super Bowl week. And uh, it's cool that you're you're giving us an inside look uh, and just everybody walking around. It's really cool. Yeah. So uh, Thomas Dimitrov there. I won't bug him. He's he's in a conversation. So you got some prime real estate, too, right in front of the logo. That's awesome. Yeah, everywhere you go, there's there's people. I, I promise you, if you're a fan, I think they let by Thursday, Friday, some fans into the hallways around here. It is a Hall of Fame mecca on Friday, <laughs> Thursdays even. Even today, as you walk around, there's a lot of interesting people. I'll tell you the best one I saw earlier this morning. Clark Hunt was here, and he was basically by himself. There wasn't an entourage. There might have been one security guy. I was impressed with that. You got an <laughs> owner of a team. It's a Super Bowl you're in, and you made it to Radio Row. Yeah. Reporters will go to your hotel to talk to you. You don't need to come to Radio Row. There's team hotel visits. And he was basically by himself. Yeah, uh, no, that's awesome. I, I, I don't know Clark Hunt, but I, I was like pretty good. Lights. No, that's great. Oh, he's... Yeah, we can we can let you get back to it, but yeah, no, this is this has been a, a fun insight, and uh, now I'm excited that we're able to do this and, and that you're hanging out there, and obviously we'll look forward to seeing you Go all on. over the place. What? Come here, one second, one second. I won't keep you. Just say hello <laughs> on the podcast here. My guy, lights here. What's this, up? This will be what your what's up twenty third interview of the day. Uh, I don't know. Hey, Josh, one. You are the twenty. Okay, all right, bro. Good to see okay, you. good to see you. You are the hardest working man here. You've been on every single table and desk. Yeah. I just wanted to shout you out. Go, you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go Gotta have me back on, man. Just want to say what up to everybody, though. All right. All right, guys. Thank you much. <laughs> we'll wrap this up impromptu here. Thank you very much. Pro Football Doc Podcast, Sports Injury Central. Thank you very much, guys. Appreciate right, you. See, and uh, see you later, Doc. Week. All right. Thanks. See ya.